Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Professor Whitney, and you're listening to the Professor Whitney in the Village podcast. This is a show for non-traditional families with everyday challenges. I'm your trap behaviorist. That's right, I'm a behavior specialist in the state of Virginia, and my goal is to meet people where they are and help them move forward so that we make progress together. I hope that you enjoy today's episode. Hi, Whitney. Hey. How are you? Hello. (laughs) We're standing by for Pat. Okay. While we're standing by, Whitney, since I have you all to myself, Tell me a little bit about you. Yes, so I was a special education teacher for a few years and found myself immensely interested in behavioral health after supporting students who had autism and severe behavior challenges. So in doing that, of course, you would send IEP meetings and things of that nature. And I just really felt as though I could benefit families more on the other side of things than remaining in the classroom because I always wanted to know what happens when these students graduate, you know? We're not teaching functional skills in this setting. So at what point do those become, you know, available and accessible to these loves? So I said, if I don't know who else is doing it, but at least I know I will, excuse me. So I jumped right into it and you know, slowly I turned my organization Leaf Behavior Support into that. So uh, we provide supports to people in their home. Um, We do something called Sponsor Residential, which is an alternative to group homes in Virginia. So just, I I absolutely love what I do. (laughs) I love that, Whitney, and and such a focus on um, children. And I love that you say that you meet them where they're at, that you go into their homes. I do, yeah. And, And that's even with children and adults. So, of course, you know, children with needs become adults with needs. And as a whole, I I don't feel like there's as much emphasis on adults that have needs. You know, we have laws like IDEA and things like that that protect you under the age of 21. But once you get over that threshold, it's like, okay, the law doesn't say we have to do this for you anymore. You know, we have human rights committees and things of that nature and many organizations that have been founded to make sure that adults continue to receive the supports they need, but it's just not legally mandated to do as much as you do for a school age child. So there has to be more eyeballs on this, right? There has to be just more available resources. More and, available resources. And when, when children are suffering, there tends to be more of a pulling together. There tends to be more of uh, less stigma attached to it, right? We need to, we need to help our kids. But man, the conversation that we're going to launch into today is even bigger than that. It's about helping adults, right? And, and releasing, yeah. um, releasing that stigma so that we can become adults that thrive. And that Absolutely. And, oftentimes, and I wonder if this is true. Like you said, children with needs become adult with needs. If, the, if, if young people don't learn those coping mechanisms, how to deal with their mental health, they find other coping mechanisms when they're yes. adults. Yes, absolutely. And that's when you start seeing sort of addictions become, you know, come to be. Because the thing with, let's say, alcoholism, you know, you take a sip, it feels better. I personally have a rule for myself that if I'm having a rough day, I'm down, I don't partake in alcohol. Because Mm -hmm. if it makes you feel better, sometimes what tends to happen is you're trying to recreate that feeling. So then you keep going, searching for that, ooh, I feel good. So that's one of the things that can kind of lead to addiction, searching for that same feeling that you were were able to create at one point. 
That's great discipline. And I think even if you don't have an addictive personality to be able to say, I don't, I don't want to feel this way after I have that sip or after I have that yeah. drink, I don't want to rely yeah. or depend. I'm going to do something, so something as different. As much as I love wine, because yeah. I am a total wine girl, I will go to every vineyard you ever invite me to. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I try to make sure I'm in a good space, you know, prior to that. So I know a lot of people say, oh, I've had a long day. I want to drink. And that's fine, you know, how you cope is how you cope. I just suggest making sure you're at least at some mental baseline so that you can actually enjoy the wine and not that you're just drinking it because you think it's gonna help you forget about what you're feeling. Acknowledge what you're feeling. It's nothing wrong with feelings. And I think yeah. that's something that we all have to be taught. Don't run away from them. They're normal. Yeah. Feel them, process them, and then plan your moves to go from there. Yeah, how many of us just feel like we should stifle it or cover it up or not share or I think not talk? And I think that's the whole thing with this Mental Health Awareness Day. You know, to me, it means being able to acknowledge those emotions and seek out the resources that you need to take care of those emotions. So um, under LEAF, I have kind of an outreach program that I'm really passionate about called The Village. And that's because I believe we all have access to resources that someone else needs. And it's for everyday people with everyday challenges. So if we're all throwing our resources in a bucket, someone else can take what they need, but you're not just taking, you're leaving something for someone else too. Mm. So whether it's access to, you know, learning how to uh, get approved for homes or how to buy your first vehicle, uh, wellness, getting connected with some trainers, some nutritionists, mental health, special education, marriage, co-parenting, divorce. I've been through all of that. So, how cool you know. is that? I was okay. <laughs> I follow you on Instagram and I was because it's not, it's official Leaf Village, yes. right? And yes. so, I was wondering what that was, and you explained it perfectly. I was like, what is this? What is this all about? That's cool. Yes. So, um, I know there's lots of people uh, waiting here and uh, waiting to engage with us, so that's exciting. So, if you're waiting to do so you can go over to uh the instagram pages you see on your screen and you can follow and engage even beyond this hour and this hour is special because we're going to have a real great conversation and hey if, if you felt led to come here today guys congratulations on that because just being led to do something and actually making it and making the time for it right whitney to say this is yeah. important and you know it's Absolutely. a it's a busy saturday Maybe you're a single mom like me and you're headed to a football game for your little kid after this or whatever you've got going on. But you said this hour is going to be time well spent and necessary. So uh, I want to acknowledge those who took the time to be here today. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And then so go long. follow Whitney over there so that you can put a leaf. <laughs> put in a leaf, take a leaf. I like that a lot. Yes. I All love right. that. Oh, thank you for that nugget. <laughs> Leave a leaf, take a leaf. I love yes. it. <laughs> There you go. Reaches all over the place. Let's just Sometimes grow. I get these isms and they come out. I and love it's good. isms. <laughs> Let me, are we still standing by Pat, for Pat? Yep, we're standing by. Good. Okay, well, we're going to continue our conversation over here, too. <laughs> um, Whitney, where are you joining us from right now? I am actually in the Outer Banks of North Carolina. I live in Virginia Beach, but I took a mental break. So my love whisked me away for some mental time. Oh. Mental downtime this weekend. So yes. as soon as we wrap up, I'm probably going to flop back in this lovely bed that's to my right. Oh, my gosh. I love that. <laughs> know thyself. Even yes. Whitney King, our mental health expert, needs a break sometimes. So yes. you, sometimes physically moving yourself is a good thing, whether it's physically just, you know, moving from where you're sitting to go to another location if you're feeling a certain way, moving your feet and going outside, or 
if, if you can if you can do it a little absolutely weekend away we'll do little staycations like 20 miles out it doesn't matter we're just somewhere else yeah <laughs> especially now when we've been asked to be in the same place for quite some time i think obviously this year has been very particular and um, the need for this conversation is is even more significant can you speak to a little bit of what you've been seeing this year well, of course, we know COVID has played the entire world and has had everything kind of at a standstill. And that's created what I call a new normal. Anything we knew prior to March, forget about it. You know, it's not going to be that anymore. You know, we have to now deal with the fact that it's made us hone in on that germs are real. Yeah. <laughs> They've always been there, but it's like in your face now. So. There are gonna be a lot of people that no longer feel comfortable ever walking around without masks. Um, no matter what the numbers say, we're still gonna have people wearing masks. And it mm -hmm. just really makes you take notice as to, you know, maybe how safe we weren't being prior to this large wake up. Good morning. And things, you know? Hi. <laughs> oh, let me turn y'all's volume up here. We were just having a good conversation about washing our hands and... <laughs> <laughs> Hold on one second, girl. I've got a, I'm trying to hear you guys. Hold on. Amy, you know I'm not the most technical person in the world. <laughs> okay. How do I get my volume? Hold on one second. Well, you look great. I don't know if you can hear us, but... <laughs> <laughs> she does. I see y'all's mouths moving, but I mean, I can't hear you, so hold on. Are those your little loves? Do you hear them outside? <laughs> I love it. My son, okay, I know you all can relate to this. All of you watching, right? There's, we've got we've got kids oh. inside, outside, the dogs in the bathroom, so he doesn't bark at people. That's what I figured. I'm sorry, y'all. I figured out. My AirPod was picking up. I had the AirPod over on the table. So it was... <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me a, minute, a little while ago. <laughs> You're like, there needs to be in my ears. Do you see now why we need to celebrate World Mental Health Day? <laughs> yes. yes. Whitney, is this, um, am I experiencing anxiety right now? A little anxiety, you think? Possibly, but it's I normal. Do. I think we think anxiety is bad. Anxiety means we need to acknowledge something. Okay, so what do I, okay, I need to acknowledge what in this moment? Help me it work through that. It would, it would, just, it depends. Like, what are you, is there anything you're avoiding? Are you nervous about anything? Anything racking your brain? Um, I know my anxiety, like, right, I hate checking my mail and voicemails. Can't do it my assistant go get it mm -hmm. and I know why I don't want to hear somebody possibly needing something because mm -hmm. I'm I'm tugged at all day mm -hmm. so those are places that I avoid now if mm -hmm. you call me I'll pick up the phone but if you leave a message I'm gonna let somebody else see what you want and then I'll get back to you <laughs> you know okay. what Whitney I I, need to maybe this will help you Pat I always say if you're not nervous then you don't care the fact that you have any of these emotions, and I think Whitney would agree, whether it's anxiety or nerves, means you care. You're here yeah. to reach out and connect with the people that are waiting here. And so all of the pieces that go into that, there's nerves. And I think yeah. that's a good sign. Yeah, okay. so that's what I'm you like. Whenever you feel it, acknowledge where it's coming from. Because you know what? First of all, y'all are so good. First of all, hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Happy World Mental Health Day. Um, I am, yeah, I, everything you said, you were listing stuff, and I was going, yep, check, yep, check, <laughs> yep, check. Then, Amy, you just put the icing on the cake, which is, this means so much to me. Yes. And, I mean, like, literally, I am home alone, which 
never happened. Never. Wow. Never. I mean, I hate to tell you, but in 20 years, I can count on one hand the times I've been in this house alone. Wow. Embrace it. I think you should put on some socks and slide through every room. Girl. <laughs> when we hang up. Like Tom Cruise style. Because they come in back about 5 o'clock. I'm running around here with some socks on, and I'm going to be stripped down. There you go. <laughs> I'm just going to do some laps. And I pray to God ain't nobody videotaping. You like, go. you got some little hidden cameras in here. Yes. I mean, maybe, I, maybe Pat will forget to turn the video off, guys, and we'll get a little treat after 1 o'clock. Oh, Jesus, they're going to be like, we didn't ask for all that. You know, we didn't ask for all that. So, the, the, so, so anyway, I'm just, I just wanted to acknowledge that. I felt like I was starting to sweat and panic. And um, I went into another event, wrong event. So, yeah, I, you're right. This is important. And I'm going to tell you why. Because... A lot of the things that, first of all, I know the audience has already met you, Whitney, Whitney King, Professor Whitney, and Amy, <laughs> of course. Amy is a rock star girlfriend sister, y'all. And I kind of shared this on one of my posts, but Amy was a woman who saw the dream and the passion in my heart for women with Treasure You when I was hosting retreats. And she said, you need to do a segment on Good Morning Texas. Now, she's a host there. And most people in the television industry tend to be very competitive, especially in broadcasting and news. I mean, any, anywhere in entertainment, right? She didn't care. Like, she wasn't thinking about, oh, this girl could be competing. First of all, she knew I was too <laughs> nervous. <laughs> but <laughs> she saw something and she fought for me. She came to my house and trained me, went through breaking it down, what treasure is about, getting my talking points right, how to interview, how to, just every technical detail. And she fought for me with the producer and got me on Good Morning Texas. Mm -hmm. And that really fulfilled one of my big dreams and goals and started my way. And I will always I love her for love that. that. Yeah, that's my girl. That's so Yay. nice. Nothing uh -huh. like sisterhood where uh -huh. you've, you've prepared a table, but you left enough space to have other people there with you. Ah, oh, right on, oh, Whitney. Oh, I, well, I love me, that. I'm putting that, I'm taking that note. I love that. And so Girl, I, 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 I saw my, right. yeah, my sister friend, she mentioned that yesterday because oh, she's bringing me along with her table. And I do the same thing, you know, as we elevate, you know, the point is to create tables, but you don't want to feast alone oh, in yeah. all these spaces. This is, That's okay, so this good. is all tweetable. I'm going to give you credit, though. It's all tweetable. <laughs> I swear well, I, I will. How great for World Mental Health Day. So mm -hmm. We're giving people tools. Just sh you need to reveal to heal. There's another. Yes. Oh, there's another one. You need to one. reveal to heal by celebrities sharing their issues with mental health. While, while, while any notable or anyone around the country, even yourself as a civilian, yes. me as a civilian sitting here, revealing any issues and concerns you have. When you reveal, you heal not only yourself, yes. but others. When you share your personal journey of who's helped you along the way. I always yes. say when you're suffering, it's good to help others because then you we tend to start in our own movie in our own head and we get there and it's hard, but when we give and we help others, we extend, we break that oftentimes. I know we have a lot of people standing by. You've been so patient and I, I promise you it's worth waiting for. <laughs> Do you guys want to get into it and start talking with our users? Well, Absolutely. yeah, and really quick before, <laughs> just before that, I want to say something, because Amy, you hit on something and I want, please, please. And tell us, do you want us to call you Professor Whitney, Whitney, what do you want to, what do you, oh, what Whitney's you prefer to? fine. Whitney, yeah. okay. Whitney is fine. <laughs> so, Whitney, one of the problems I believe that's happening, and Amy tapped on this, is that we need more celebrities. People with, pro, like, high-profile platforms 
that are struggling in this area to talk about it. Yeah. Because when you, of course, when you reveal, you heal, like she said. But there's a stigma. Yeah. And that, like all week, that has been resonating with me, stigmas and the fact that we're losing people that are committing suicide yes. and they're just losing their lives. They're here, but they're not here. So talk, can you just start with a little bit about the stigma that's associated with mental health and mental illness? Yeah, so we spoke about it a little bit earlier, but- Oh, y'all already have? Cause that's, if no, you have, don't worry. No, but not with you, okay. well, not with these guys, just a sidebar. Okay. We were talking about how the stigma that's associated with it, it if you think about it, it kind of comes from ego and ego is really big. Ego prevents us from seeking help, asking for resources because we're fearful of what other people are gonna say, what they think. Mm -hmm. So those stigmas, you know, we create them, but then we share them. Think about mm -hmm. things that we've taught someone just because we were talking about what we know. So yes. if it's our internal belief, it's our truth, that means we're gonna share it. We only share things that we think are true. Mm. So now you're sharing this information, which is creating the stigma to grow larger. Wow. You get Good. out of your own way with that mm -hmm. by surrounding yourself. I, I like to think with different people because now your thoughts are challenged. Your views Ooh. are challenged when you're surrounded by other people with views different than your own. So yeah. now you create your own truths based on your own lived experiences and things of that nature. So it's really a changing and renewing of your mind, but to do yes, that, you do have totally. to like get into other environments that are more open to communicating this. Absolutely. Because um, you're right, your lens, everything that comes through your lens is from your, your own perspective, perspective and truth, mm -hmm. but you gotta change that truth. I yes. love that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, well, let's get to some questions. I know like we got people waiting because I wanted people to feel safe today. Yes. Safety is important. I know for me, because, you know, I started going to therapy in my early 20s in LA, and I was in a high profile marriage, and I was so embarrassed to seek help because I thought somebody's going to see me walking in. Somebody's going to see me in the lobby. Somebody's going to see me walking out of that door. Won't nobody, I mean, they won't pay me no mind. It was all. <laughs> and guess what? If they're there, they got the same problem I got. So I had to be loosed and free yeah. from that. Okay? So today, and even in my entire life, I've been really big about talking about this issue, but creating safe havens for it. So everybody, if you're here, if you for some reason say, no, I don't really want, I, ain't, I don't feel safe yet and I'm not really ready to talk about it, cool, just sit back and take it in. But if you wanna ask questions, this is the time. We've got a young, bright mind in this area who is willing to share. And Amy, of course, I'm sure you are too, because you got a lot of life's wisdom. Mm -hmm. And of course, I'm here to share too, if I can help. So let's go ahead and get, Get going, Amy. I love it. All right. Thank Strip you. down to rise up with mm -hmm. Pat Smith and our special guest, Whitney King. We're going to take our first question. Hey, can you guys see me? Hey, Lynn. Hi, Lynn. Hey. No, I think you. Going on. I'm doing well this morning. Hi, Whitney. How are you? Hi, Lynn. Hi, good yeah, afternoon. I'm, I'm not sure where you are. <laughs> I'm, I'm in Dallas. Oh, and I'm doing good morning. morning. <laughs> uh oh, say that again. I said I'm sitting in my living room on the floor. Good for you, girl. Chilling. Nice. Oh, yeah. So mm -hmm. I am so grateful, Pat, that you, uh, first of all, the platform has just been amazing and everything that you've done, power, 
just people in general and especially women i've tried to chime in but mental health was really speaking to me so i was led to come in this morning um mm -hmm. because in 2010 2013 i had my own struggles with mental health and so um just life happening to you um my nephew was murdered at 15 just walking home uh was killed my sister's only son I lost my dad in that period of time. Um, my coworker committed suicide. I was struggling with work and school. I was working on a doctoral program too. And so in that time, um, I didn't, you know, you don't have the time to properly uh, manage the grief and what's going on with you. So it kind of, it, it piles on you. And eventually I got to the point where I didn't have the capacity to manage, okay? Ooh. And so it, crash i mean i lost work i was in therapy for two years i was on medication i couldn't drive my car without throwing up i kept plastic Ooh. shopping in my glove box because i couldn't drive two blocks without just throwing up i lost weight and it was just really a struggle uh, only a few people that I was really close to and some of my family knew because all of my family's in philly that's where i'm from mm -hmm. so i was here by myself and struggling and so i could see myself in the the moments of depression and anxiety, but you don't really know how to come out of that. And so what I found was that once I went and I had medication, I had to take medication, I thought, Lord, how did I get here? You know, and I thought, oh my God, I gotta take medication. Like you said, the stigma of it all, you know, and I thought, oh my God. So I said, I told the psychiatrist, I, I said, I don't need anything. I don't need it. I don't need it. Cause I didn't want the stigma associated with me having to have to take medication to get through, right? And I was yeah. like, oh my God, but I did need it. You know what I mean? I really did need it. And so my question is, I know there were signs along the way and sometimes because we're moving through life and we have responsibility of family, work, caring for other people, we push ourselves to the side and we push it down. So we internalize all of that. So I didn't see early signs. So one of the questions that I have is, what are some of the signs that are not so obvious to us that could be a concern when, you know, to, that should be a light bulb in our minds like okay you know there's a concern here with my my mental health because i never i never saw that you know what i'm saying and i yeah, just absolutely you, autopilot until you so just don't have the capacity and i was mentally no i was mentally yeah first of all lynn thanks for being so vulnerable and open because whenever i've seen you out and about you are always so happy and so you know you just <laughs> You're, you are a light, okay? She's a light. But you know, for real. But no, no, but let me you know, Pat. Oh, go ahead. Yes, no, I was going to say, because I want to get to your question, because I know we have a lot of people yeah. here today. I want, I want you to get yeah. I wanted people to know, this is not somebody who walks around sad, depressed. Right. Like, she walks around almost six feet tall, gorgeous, and happy. So, wait, <laughs> can you please share, just kind of share a little bit of your, in, your, your expertise? And her for her question because I think that's a great question. Absolutely. So first off, I love you. Oh, I love you. And Aww. I'm so glad that you're here. Hi. Oh my I'm god. I'm so glad that you're still with us because yeah. you obviously have a lot to still give to the world. So Lord. thank you for pushing. Thank for you so much. And remaining thank here with you so us. much. It was a struggle. I mean, I told the Lord, if I wake up with you tomorrow, it's going to be okay. I've said those words. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I yeah. said those. Stuff. And that's thank a good place so to start. Like you said, how do you get through with those not so mm -hmm. obvious signs? I'm in the mm -hmm. field myself. I have a therapist, you know, mm -hmm. so it's making sure that you remain aligned with yourself 
so that you notice if anything goes different with yourself. I'm aware of all of my, I'm aware of most of my triggers. I won't say all because I believe that every day is an opportunity to heal. Healing is a daily process. So Mm -hmm. I'm aware of most of my triggers. Anyone who is immediately around me, I make them aware of most of my triggers because if I trust you to be around me in that way, I trust you to know my triggers as well. And I trust you not to trigger me. So if I'm in an environment that that does, you know, happen, my immediate circle knows exactly how to help me remain balanced in that way. I'm horrifically claustrophobic. And we went up to Shenandoah a few weeks ago and I wasn't even thinking because I love rocks. I've always loved rocks, stones, gems. So I go bouncing in this cave, not thinking, mm-hmm. then, don't you go in there. I paused and my entire circle that was with us knew exactly what to do. Yeah. Someone uh-huh. took the camera, my love grabbed my hand and cleared the path of all these tourists to get me out of this cave. Mm-hmm. It felt like an hour, but he said it was about 15 minutes to get us out of there. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I would say just, you know, become acknowledgeable of self so that you are very much so aware of when something is different in you. Because no matter who else mm-hmm. you can reach out to for help, the help starts within us so that we know right. who to reach out to when we need help. So I totally congratulate you for reaching out to that help. There's nothing wrong with having medication if you need it. So right. there are things within our bodies that change. You know, that's mm-hmm. our physiology that changes according to our weight, hormonal imbalances. Things change within us as age, right. injuries, right. all of that stuff. So right. sometimes we do need chemical you know assistance to balance some of those things out so let's remove the stigma of needing medication if it's right well yeah that's good thank Um, you so much yeah i wrote i wrote wrote down something and this is this is so critical is letting your tribe your family your friends even your children your husband your parents know Mm -hmm. what you're what you're dealing with and right also make, make sure they're educated on how to respond to you yes because Absolutely. sometimes I've been guilty. First of all, I know what it feels like to be triggered, but I've also been guilty of saying something to somebody I thought was helping them, and it and it wasn't. Them off. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. I remember telling somebody right. that I knew struggled. I said they were act, you know, they were having a moment, and I said, "Did you take your medicine today?" Mmm. Mmm. Yeah. Yeah. They they went off. Yeah. And I was yeah. Like, wow. wow. Yeah, and, and people say that jokingly. Way. Oh yeah, and I people will yeah. say that in jokes yeah. too. No, and see that's insensitive, and yes. I, that's why I think people need to be educated. What do you say to people? What don't yeah. you say? And I didn't know any better, so I have you know yeah. because of my own circumstance, I know what it feels like, and then I sought advice on how to heal that specific person with their specific concerns. Yeah, and yeah. so that's that's critical. Thank yeah. you. Thank cool. you, Lynn. Yeah. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you I so love much. You too, I love you, girl. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> All right. You have a blessed day. That was amazing. Yeah. Lynn, thank you for sharing. And I the golden nugget out of that conversation, Pat and Whitney, was I trust you not to trigger me. Yes. When oh, you reveal, cool. when you say what your needs are, when you are vulnerable enough and let people know they can help you. And also you can set your boundaries by saying you know this makes me uncomfortable. You know this yeah. makes me uneasy. I trust something, you not to trigger me. Yeah, something my uncle that. and I discussed as well, though, is it's one thing to set boundaries, but you also have to enforce them. 
Oh, talk about because that. I can say, you know, hey, this makes me uncomfortable being in this space, but if I don't enforce it, you may as well not set it, mm. you know? So even when we create boundaries, it's important to enforce them. And it is uncomfortable enforcing your boundaries because now you're speaking up for yourself. I think now as a single mom a of an 11 year old, this might be my issue. <laughs> I'm not like, gonna you that. I'm not gonna let you have that treat. Uh, you have to yeah. enforce it or you create force this it. cycle of just, it's gonna keep going. That's right. Not enforced. And let me tell you, it is hard to do with your kids. <laughs> Having five of my own, I know. And it's hard to do with um, the people that you love. Yes. Because you don't, don't ever. see them happy. Well, and not only that, I have, I mean, I have, con I've had fears that because of my boundaries, something was going to bad happen to them. Mm. Like they, I've had somebody literally threaten to commit suicide when I had to set a boundary. Well, yes. having that kind of pressure in your hand, tell us how do you handle how do you handle that when you well, feel responsible? I will, I will say this, um, and I haven't shared it with probably only a handful of people. Um, my own daughter told me that one day. Oh. She just turned 11. Oh. So as someone in this field myself, it caught me off guard. I'm like, wait a minute, what signs did I miss? and she does deal with anxiety so i'm aware of her triggers and anyone who's in our life is aware yeah. of her triggers of making sure we you know use soft tones we explain mm -hmm. versus chastise mm -hmm. and things of that nature but what i also had to realize is that people can sometimes use those threats because they don't want to be held accountable for their actions and that's what she was doing mm -hmm. so i had to go into clinician mode mm -hmm. <laughs> and assess the entire situation. And it was found that she had only said it twice, but each mm -hmm. time she had made a choice that wasn't in her best interest. So mm -hmm. then I had to educate her on her choices, her consequences, yeah. and how that wasn't fair to say that to hurt me just because she wasn't happy about the consequences of her choice. So we oh. wanna make sure when we're dealing with children that we're talking about choices and consequences so that they understand not to say triggering things such mm -hmm. as that, mm -hmm. just to get you know away from you know the consequence of whatever they did. Because that's strong yeah. to say it's that. Strong. You throw oh. that out there, then it's okay, what do you they need? They say call 911 when you hear that. I'm gonna give it to you, you yeah. know. I'm right. gonna give it to or, you, you can hide yeah. it. And, or you call, I mean, you call. They say if somebody's threatened suicide, if they call 911, right? You're yeah. supposed to, that's a high alert, but you're right. Yes. People use it many times to get people to, you know, loosen their boundary yeah. or to get their way or for manipulation. So that's, that's really good because one of the things that I've tried to do is I take it to the worst case scenario. Okay, so what happens if they do? Right. Okay, what will that mean to me? Yeah. Did I try everything possible first? Yes. And that has helped me to go, if step away, I hope you don't do that, you know, but if you, if th that's your choice, but know that X, Y, Z, like the consequences you said, yeah. right? And then I have, tr I mean, it's, I'm still working on it, but I've been, I really step away. And yeah. so far, no one has ever gone through with that threat. Yeah. But it is a tricky situation. Yes, it is. I think it's important mm -hmm. too, and something I try to empower parents with is to become aware of our children's love languages. When we hear love languages, we're, th we're thinking about adults and intimate relationships, but we mm -hmm. should know the love languages of our close friends and definitely our children. 
Yeah. You know, how do they perceive love? Because this can, you know, children mm -hmm. become adults. And so again, wow. any issues that aren't addressed in childhood become unaddressed issues in adulthood. So we mm. want to make sure that we're constantly empowering our children with the same tools that we're going to try to push on adults because then it becomes a part of your lifestyle. Oh, I love you're, it. You're not yeah. trying to push and teach something to someone that's 34, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, start and like, well, why don't you get that? You know, so start teaching mm -hmm. these, you know, underlying foundational morals, values, um, mm -hmm. and things of that nature. So my children know the power of meditation. They know how to say, I need a moment, you know, to <laughs> myself. I teach them that because I needed them to understand what I meant when I said, I need a moment, mommy mm. time. I like so that. it's not saying I don't care about you, I don't want to hang out with you, I don't want to spend time with you, but it's mm -hmm. okay to me time to yourself. So they know if mommy is in her bathroom with the door closed, that's mommy time. <laughs> that's, that's so good. I'm in my tub. If and I come tell my kids that, you know, not my six-year-old will still go under the door. Are you in the tub? I said, yes. Mom, you know, we, we often hear about moms and dads <laughs> needing a break from the kids, but kids need a break from us, too. Yes, and oh. I teach them to say that from each other. Yes. Children. So Mine can have all the time they need. <laughs> 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 all right, so y'all you... listening. I'm Do sorry, y'all listening. someone else in the room, guys? Yes. Yes, thank you. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Hey, Yolanda. There, how are you? Hi. I'm so good. Y'all, we are developing a community. Yolanda is a part of our community already. And I we've love gotten it. to know each other up here. Yeah. How are you Hi, today, Yolanda. girl? Good? <laughs> I'm doing okay. I'm just here today, just listening in and just uh, getting all the nuggets that you're sharing. So thank you so much. I don't have any questions. I'm just listening in. Oh, oh well, I love so you. And thank you so much for being here. Yes, thank oh. you. Love you. Love you too. Yes. Isn't that awesome? I like know. this, you know what I this feels it. like? It feels like treasure you virtually. Yes. Because <laughs> yes. you've been a part of my retreats. I've, yes. Yeah. I've heard of your retreats. Uh, <laughs> we got to get those back going. Yes. You no, know, we, we have to, y'all. When this COVID thing is over, y'all just oh, get ready. Pack, pack your bags, have it ready to go. Treat. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that, and how necessary <laughs> it'll be at that time. All right, let's okay. see if I... We've got Wendy standing by. Let's see if she's got a question for Pat Smith and Whitney King. Is Wendy hiding from us? <laughs> <laughs> so just so you know, some people will hide. Oh, they're like, oh, oh no. really? Oh, yeah, it's, it's so <laughs> funny. It's so funny. So I don't know if Wendy is having a connection issue or if she's hiding from us. Because some of us are still in our bonnets right now. You know, we're going to keep going down the line. Yeah. Donna. Donna's here. Donna. That's my girl. Rise up, Donna. Where you at, girl? Donna. Uh -oh, <laughs> everybody Donna. fighting. This is Donna Richardson Joyner. First of all, she's been texting me since yesterday, but, you know, making sure she's getting in, the bit, da-da-da. Donna, I don't know where Donna could be right now, but Donna is one of my, my dear sister girlfriends. We're all in our prayer group together, and... We've been together for, well, Donna and I have been together for 20-some years, but our group has been together like 13 years, which talks about having that tribe that understands you and gets you. And yeah. so Donna is our, like, cheerleader. She's, like, workout, you know, phenom, and she's all about, you know, keeping your energy and spirits high. <laughs> so I was hoping she would jump in, but, I you know. know. I and I was Donna looking too. at the thing down. Yeah. I think that was Wendy, my, my children's godmother. 
Are you serious? Is she, yeah. Was she high? Like, is she the type that's like, uh-uh, don't put me on? No. Uh, okay. She may have been having a connectivity issue. But I love okay. you, Wendy. We're going to keep going. We want to hear okay. from as many people as we can. Let's yeah, keep going absolutely. down the line here. Oh, look, okay, look, <laughs> hey, Lakeisha. Hi. Hey. <laughs> How are you? I'm How good. Are you? are you in Chicago? I am. I am. Oh. I love this. Thank you. You know, I have yes. to keep it different. <laughs> it's so cute. Grab having, yeah, it's fun. It's crazy, but it's fun. I know I you've been it. looking good, and I love you. Everyone's hair looks beautiful right now. Thank oh, you, guys. Thank, thank you. you, and you guys look beautiful, too. <laughs> well, thanks for bringing me on. Well, first of all, Pat, you already know I love everything about what you're doing here, and um, the conversation has been very impactful. Apologize for the four-year-old in the background. Hope you can hear me okay. Girl, but I understand. <laughs> everything's been very impactful, particularly around boundaries. That's been clutch but um again i want to thank you all for what you're sharing here today how important it is to um one share your experience mm -hmm. to know the importance of therapy and pat you already know how much your story has impacted me especially with everything that's going on in my life the past few years and that was actually very impactful for me to have the willingness to go to therapy and to open up about everything that was going on in my life but I want to circle back to something you mentioned earlier Whitney and it's around self-care that's something my therapist has been sharing with me on how I can continue to do that it was something that was important of course before COVID and the lockdown but now since COVID's occurred it's a struggle to figure out what I could safely do that's still safe care by myself and um, to really take care of me. So I just wanted to get some, what you shared earlier about just having a little mini get to get, get getaway was yes. awesome. But are there any other innovative ways during this COVID transition to take care of yourself? Absolutely. So I think when people, first of all, I love you. Oh, um, thank you. <laughs> and um, lovable. I think when people think self-care, we're thinking pedicures, spa stones, face masks, mud baths, wine with girls, all that stuff. Self-care can be something as simple as if I can get 30 minutes uninterrupted of listening to my R&B as loud yes. as I want to, 90s R&B too, like yes. old school good stuff. <laughs> I am so happy. I love record. I have vinyl records. Yes. I'll play my records. I'll sit in a room and listen to my vinyl record player. So just mm -hmm. things that you enjoy that are solely for you. Okay. I also teach my children, you know, we're teaching children to share, but I let them know we don't have to share everything. Okay. So I will intentionally tell them no to certain treats that I, you know, kids mm -hmm. want everything we have. So I'll say, no, well, this is something mommy really loves and she doesn't want to share it. Okay. And I encourage the children to do the same thing, you know, when they're playing with other kids, you know, hey, this is their special toy, but they have something else you can play with. So, okay. and that's reinforcing those boundaries as well. Mm -hmm. So just simple things like, um, just, it's something for you. It just okay. depends on the kind of things that you like. Okay. Like right now, when we get off, you can pretend you're still listening to this so they'll leave you alone and you can watch a movie. <laughs> I want to know, but yes. <laughs> with, the, with the ears, and like, you know, I'll go in my office, you know, mommy's working and they know when the office door's closed, <laughs> you can't come in, but my son will be at the door with his face on the glass. <laughs> So, you know, that's a good point. So it's like you, you need to have a private designated place that everybody okay. knows that when mm -hmm. I'm in this space, this you don't interrupt mm -hmm. me. I had to learn that. Like, I had to find a place in my home that I felt, okay, this is, other than, the you know, not just the yeah. bathroom and the shower, but, like, when I'm in this place, yes. I mean, I don't enter it unless it's an Especially emergency. Especially with COVID. It could be gardening. Yes. 
Exactly. Oh, true. Yeah. 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 I've definitely good. taken to loving my green plants. My thumb isn't green, but I, I my adopted so mom has been helping now. me <laughs> eat my plants. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's I awesome. think everyone has become a plant lover and a baker uh, during COVID. Yeah. <laughs> so many plants. This is great. Thank you so much. I appreciate oh, it. You're welcome. Lakeisha, let me say something to you, too, really quick that popped yeah. in my spirit when you were talking. It's something I, I've been doing a lot of self-care and what I had yeah. to realize and you're right you know Whitney it's not always about a spa day or getting a pedicure okay. and all that to me it's like I started realizing it's not being selfish it's self-care mm -hmm. so not yeah. selfish self-care mm -hmm. so it's okay to do it and I actually had to get to know Pat a little bit more again mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it started with me because guess what I've you know with five kids Half of my life, I've been a mother. Yeah. yeah. I'll be 50 in December. I had Jasmine, I was 25. Yeah. I had forgotten what I really like to do. Mm. So I was kind of wandering around. Okay, well, what do you want to do? Okay, well, yeah. you know, I do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. And I was finding a lot of uh, like external things that didn't really matter, empty things that I was doing that wasn't really filling self. Okay. But when I took time to really just shut down mm -hmm. and put myself first, meaning studying the word, mm -hmm. praying more, meditation, as you mentioned, I'm learning to meditate, mm -hmm. um, listening to TED Talks and speeches and sermons, and, yeah. and I get up there and I just, reading, yes. going back to reading again. Yeah. I then, I can feel now that I'm becoming more self-assured on, okay, I wanna do this, I wanna mm -hmm. try that. I like this, like, I love 90s music and I like to yeah. dance, yeah. so <laughs> I, I do blast it and I will, Lord, when I tell y'all, <laughs> you would I, you would think I'm like Beyonce, Sierra, yeah. level yeah. up. I put level up, you know. I mean, oh yeah, all in. No. So that that kind of stuff, you gotta go back to okay, who who is looking oh, at the core? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like her. Evolving. That's why the healing yes. is daily work. Yeah. Because the more like we're exposed that. to our truths you know, evolve. Yes. And I like so. what you say about it not being selfish because you do feel that tug at times of, yes. am I like feeling a little guilt about saying that I need yeah. this time? So I like that. It's not selfish. It's selfish. You can't Thank you. From an you cup. Remember yeah. that. That's We're true. saying at the same time. Yeah. At the same time with from me. an empty cup. I like yeah. that. Yes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> All right, girl. I love you. Love you guys too. That baby. <laughs> I will. Bye. <laughs> that is so good. Yeah. You can't pour from an from empty, cup. empty cup. Oh, can't. Let me write that one down. You can't. Secure no, because I was that goes back to others. the tribe around you too, because you want to make sure if you're constantly pouring, who's pouring into your cup? Yeah. So that's oh, the people Lord. around you. Well, I will tell you, I did a. I went rogue about two weeks ago. My cup was so empty. And. I've never done this before, but literally I was, this day I was like, I could just feel it. And I've been kind of screaming it out in my own little way. Y'all, I'm getting tired. I'm getting tired. I'm getting tired. Mm -hmm. I finally pulled a trigger and I'm like, I'm going to go away for a couple of days. Hmm. Let my tribe know. Some people in the tribe didn't like it, mm -hmm. but I needed it for survival. Yeah. And I'm so glad I did it. So we have to fight for ourselves. Absolutely. I like that. Okay. for it. Who will if we don't? And I like exactly. um, asking people to kind of think about what you just said, your narrative about, you know, what do you like to do? We're so, if you're a pleaser or you've been a mom for so long, you're very good at 
navigating other Ooh. people's wants and wish lists yeah. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and their temperaments and how they're yeah. wired. But man, when you kind of turn it on yourself and say, well, what do I like to do? And you know, yeah. that was the blessing of quarantine for us. You know, I found out I was a master Lego builder. Who knew? Nice. <laughs> no, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so Lego. reinventing these things, maybe doing things a little bit differently and, and finding joy. Yeah. And you know, purpose. Don't step on them. Million dollar purpose. tip, Whitney. Oh, say that again. I missed that one. What's the million dollar tip? Don't step on the Legos. <laughs> Put that one down. <laughs> I was going to say another thing is finding your passion. Things you're passionate yes. about. Yes. Because that typically ties to your purpose, which is yes. going to fill your cup. So yes. I found myself doing a lot of videos during quarantine. Yeah, to you fill did. My cup. You did. Yeah. It was. So but good. good. Like, but you know, because you're, you're probably, and I saw that with a lot of celebrities. Um, I spoke on an event with um, a young lady from SWV, and she mentioned mm -hmm. that. And I said a lot of celebs have kind of had to shift because they're used to being in front of an audience and engaging. Mm -hmm. And that's cup filling to a lot of celebs. Mm -hmm. So now, how do you get that need met when we're forced to be inside? So everyone shifted to going online. So I'm glad. Mm -hmm. I loved it. I love yeah. seeing all the videos pop up. Yes, it would have your engagement it, it was, with your viewers and followers is off the charts because, you know, we look to you and I put my name in that hat. We look mm -hmm. to you to Absolutely. see, you know, what you're saying and, and, and how you're doing and, and how you're coping. And it kind of gives mm -hmm. us these little nuggets because you're so well thought out. Um, mm. You're anointed for sure. Yeah. And, you know, we it's just, it's great. So it may Thank seem self-indulgent to you, but it's not. It's actually to mm -hmm. us the opposite. It's so generous. No, it's so God. I mean, I used to be one that held things really close. I knew how to put that mask on. And, you know, I was a pageant girl like you too, Amy. Amy was a pageant girl. And one day you have to tell that story, girl, about you falling off the stage. That's a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother thing. Okay, laughter is also good for healing. But Amy's going to have to tell that story if we have more time. But the pageant girls are taught to be perfect, which yeah. is impossible. Yes. To present yourself at the very best, to prove to these five or six judges on this one day for two hours that you deserve to hold this title. And I love the whole experience of pageants because it really did a lot for me and my growth. But I, I just wish we could shift that a little bit because it's a process of growth, right? Yes. And authenticity comes with that, transparency. And I didn't know that back then. So God had to really, plus I had expectations for my family and people that I wanted to make proud. And I wanted to be a good girl. Mm -hmm. All my life, I wanted to be a good girl. So as I started falling, making bad decisions, making bad choices. I wasn't a good girl anymore in my eyes. Mm -hmm. And that thing, we can get to this good girl, good boy thing where we just want to present what's good, but it's about really being what's good. And that's your truth, whatever that is. So yeah. I find it very thing for me to share. If it's gonna help somebody else, I feel, because I, I wish somebody had done it to me. Yeah. I think we can get really caught up with social media, television, movies of these images. Yeah. And we think, wow, I want to be that. Yes. They got to remember those are images. Yeah. A snapshot of what somebody wants to present to you. Absolutely. And, and you trying to live at the standard, which is impossible. Well, I said, Pat, uh-uh. I'm not going to set people up like that. Right. I try to respect people in my life, but no, I'm flawed. I got stuff. Yeah. 
Absolutely. got issues. <laughs> we all do. I have struggles. You know, I get sad. I tell people, yes, I am. Yes, I know I'm so sweet. But guess what? I got another side. You push me. It takes a lot. But if you push me there, you know, yes, I, you know, Patricka come out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we don't want Patricka coming out. Because... She ain't, she's not a good girl. She ain't a good girl. So I just believe like we all have a Patricka and we want to stay good. Like we want to goodness and truth, but we yes. don't want to get so pushed that we have to let those parts out. But if, yes. let me just say this though, if it's there and you do need to let it out, let it out. Mm -hmm. Because it is definitely, whether you're talking to somebody, it's healthier to let it out versus, you know, Patricka screaming out, jumping out yeah. of place. We so, don't want to implode. And oh, talk you, about that. What's implode? So imploding is when you just hold on to it for the fear mm -hmm. of um, retaliation, for sharing your feelings oh. and things of that nature. You don't want to lose people. You don't want people to think of you as weak or having issues. So you hold on to it, and now all of these feelings are just staying inside. Mm -hmm. So that comes, now you're triggered and you feel that anxiety. So that's that fight or flight mode, you know, uh -huh. that gets tangled up in the yeah. system. And it's just staying inside because it has nowhere to go. So all of that leads to something else. And you were mentioning about not getting wrapped up in the social media and things like that. Mm -hmm. I shared some tips in my IG story um, for World, you know, Mental Health Day. The reason that we're all here, and that was one of the tips, was to unplug from social media from time to time. Wow. Um, I also think it's important that we don't push our expectations of people onto them that we've created, oh. that's unfair because oh. now two things can happen. You've created an expectation of someone that they don't know anything about. So when they don't live up to that, now you've created these feelings all in yourself because they're not meeting that. Yeah. That's huge expectations. Yeah. How that's often do we one. have the fight and argument in our head and they're not even around? <laughs> yeah. Just wearing our little all out. <laughs> Yeah. Just wearing so ourselves out. You can yeah. talk about your desires, but let's mm -hmm. not create these unrealistic expectations of people that we haven't discussed with them. And now oh. we're left to deal with all the feelings within ourselves. And they're still trying to figure out, well, where did that come from? <laughs> that so, is so good. Yeah. yeah. Establishing expectations with your tribe or family, yeah. whatever you call it, with people. What are the expectations here? That's yeah. good. And keeping them realistic. The village. Village. That's what we were talking about earlier before you came on is mm -hmm. kind of my outreach program under yeah, lead behavior support yeah. as the village. And that's where Amy gave me the nugget, take a leaf, leave a leaf. But the Ooh, uh, purpose of the village <laughs> is, so I believe that we all have resources that someone else needs. But if we hold on to those resources, we can't help someone else grow. We need okay. resources from someone else as well. So in the village, we all just pool our resources and you mm -hmm. take what you need but it's okay because you've also left some resources for someone else so mm. whether that's dealing with parenting co-parenting divorce marriage new relationships mm -hmm. moving state to state finding mm -hmm. homes being mm -hmm. prepared to buy your first house fitness wow. special education ieps 504 plans whatever oh lord we i got about it here. all <laughs> but we talk about it all in the village imagine yeah. one person because i've been through all of those things yeah. Now imagine one person who also deals with all of those things, but not have somewhere to go find the resources to help them navigate it. Mm. You can in the That's village. Sad. 
girl. I'm coming to the village. And you can right here on Strip Down to Rise Up, too. We want to give a shout-out to all of you guys watching on Facebook Live. If you want to get in the room on future events, make sure you do so. But right now, there's an instant start ticket that you can click on um, so you can actually come in for our last bit oh, of the that. session. Come on on Facebook and hang out with us. Yes. Um, all right, you Join guys want to hear from another village. user? Yes, please. Yes, please. Is there a guy at Devante? Can we get a, a gentleman on? Let's see. Because, you know, this is not just, you know, I think a lot of times women, you know, we can open up a little bit more, right? Yeah. You, but men, they have been the taught. Guy. Yeah, they've been yes. taught not to be vulnerable. Yeah. And we're going to jump around then. Okay, so I like mm -hmm. that. So users, you know, get your questions mm -hmm. ready. You want me to just click on it? You want Paul Jackson? Devante. Oh, well, I, I know Paul. Let's go to Devante. Okay. <laughs> Hi. Devante. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing all right. Did we surprise Wonderful. you? Wonderful. Yeah. We're so <laughs> glad to see you. We're so glad you're here. We love you. <laughs> oh, we do. So I'm sorry. Like, I like to jump around and catch people. And I don't know why. You were just screaming in my spirit. I kept looking going, no, 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 Devontae. I saw Devante. the name, and I was like, who's that? Yeah. Who are you, Devontae? Who am I? Yeah. I'm a young Christian man. That's who I am. I, okay. Oh, I love it. So talk to us. What do you, do you have a question or something you want to what say? What here? So what is mental health? Hmm. I like it. Well, that is a very good question. So mental health is the ability to manage and navigate our emotions, our feelings, and mm -hmm. things of that nature. So that ties into emotional well-being. And I, you know, like to think of, um, like I said, when you feel something, embrace it, own it. And the key of and the purpose of Mental Health Day is so that we acknowledge that. So if you know someone that's struggling with some challenges emotionally, some mental health things, maybe they had a recent loss, reach out to them. You don't have to call and say, hey, it's Mental Health Day, want to see how you were doing. Just, you know, you know, you were on my mind. I wanted to make sure you're okay. Now, if your cup is full enough, because you want to make sure that you have the receiving energy in case they do need to pour into you, ask them, you know, is there anything I can do for you? Anything you want to talk about, things of that nature, but you want to make sure you're in a place to receive that. So oftentimes I'll tell people I'm not in a place to receive what you may be going through, but I'll get back to you in a few days. And I always ask people as well before I dump an issue onto them, do you have the space to talk about an issue? I, I want to get it off my chest. I'll make sure they're in the receiving space and that their cup is full enough to receive what I have to pour into them also. Yeah. And Devante, um, just to piggyback, I've been with mental health and the work I've just been kind of studying a lot lately. It's like heart health. Mm -hmm. So heart health is about keeping your heart healthy. Mental health is about keeping your mind healthy. Yes. And that's and I love that we're starting to call it mental health versus just always saying mental illness. Some of us don't have mental illnesses, but we need a healthy mind. Yes. Right. Just like you said, keeping that cup full so you don't have to have mental illnesses. So I, I love that we're being more pro proactive, like Whitney said, starting with your kids, letting them know it's cool, it's all right to talk about, share. But at the same time, now that some of us are adults, knowing that we may have to go back, find ourselves, go see, look, go see a professor Whitney, go be a part of the Lee Village, whatever that takes to keep your mind healthy. So I don't know if that, does that answer your question? That's perfect. 
How do you feel as a man having these discussions about mental health? Well, it's a little tough, mm -hmm. you know, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah. It can be that way. Mm -hmm. I've had mm -hmm. certain situations in my own personal life that it was tough for me. Mm. However, when I went to church and I got into church, my life just changed completely. Mm. So it's like, it's like I take everything to God. So when I have to have, like when I have to have a discussion, mm. I don't mind talking about it. God. You know, but I've been there where it's been tough and rough, mm. but I feel like it's just, it's all about God. The power is in, the, in God. So it's Ooh. whatever, whatever come my way, I can conquer it through God. I can talk, I have to talk to a pastor or friend, mm -hmm. you know, I don't mind opening up talking about it to mm -hmm. receive. Earlier y'all were talking about stigmas. Mm -hmm. I went through that as well. Mm -hmm. You know, because I've actually had to speak to somebody, too. Oh, let's talk about that. What happened? And how did you handle it? Well, like I said, <laughs> a personal situation. A personal situation happened in my life where I went to speak to somebody, but I did it based on, I did it based on of pleasing somebody else, pretty mm -hmm. much. But however, when the as the discussion began, then I, they, pretty much they, they wanted to, the medication, they wanted to give me medication. See, yeah. So mm -hmm. When that came up, you know, like I said, I had to, I dealt with all of that. It was just, mm -hmm. it was a rough time. It was a tough time. However, I got through it. Um, mm -hmm. Things turned around for me. So. Good for you. I was going to tell you, we were talking about this earlier, that there are certain things that people shouldn't say. So it's important you find, you know, that you talk about this to people that are trusted resources. I love how you, you know, for you, you're like, God is my source. Well, God gives us resources. So whether yes. it's uh, somebody at your church, if you are a um, someone who would prefer to go to your church or a faith-based community to get a counselor, they're there. I know the Potter's House has, you know, master degree therapists right there on staff. They're free for members or for anybody. Um, so there are a lot of resources. I wanted to tell you too, I, I had, and, and Whitney speak to this. I remember getting stuck a little bit between, you know, having God as my source. He is my mm -hmm. number one source and also mental health professionals. And yes. some people, and I remember talking to, I don't know if y'all know Sarah Roberts-Jakes. Um, she's a, a pastor. She is amazing. Mm -hmm. And we were having a personal discussion about this, and she said it takes both the spiritual yes. and the professional. And remember, God, he's gifted us. Just like if you broke your leg, you're not going to go to your church for that. Okay, what are you going to do? You're going to go to where? The emergency room, right? Yes. Hospital doctor. If you're having a heart attack, you ain't going to the church. And Lana, mm -hmm. you're not going. I hope not. Don't go <laughs> knocking on the church doors. You may be heading to the quick, you know, the, the closest ER, right? I look right. at mental health the same way. Yes, God is our source, but He will also. He says in His words, "Trust in Me, and I'll guide and lead and direct your path." I believe yes. He will guide you to the right source for you. Yes. So, 
just want to, Whitney, I don't know how you feel. Well, I was going to say, I, I absolutely agree with that. And, you know, on our sidebar earlier, we were talking about how I'm so thrilled to see that the stigma is being removed around the importance of mental health, even yes. in the media. You know, we have people like Charlemagne the God, who also represents South Carolina State University, had to throw that well. in there, talk about the importance of, you know, mental health. And as a man, I love his platform on mental health. Um, but I know from what I do, I know this is my purpose. So I tell people that all the time, where did I get it from, if not God? So utilize those professionals out there that are mm -hmm. gifted in that area to help you navigate, you know, your pain. Um, mm -hmm. Years ago, people would just say, you know, go pray it away. But like yeah. you said, Sister Jake said, you know, it does take both. It yeah. takes having that spiritual support as well as the professional support. Yeah. So I couldn't agree more. And I'm very glad to see that people are finally opening up their minds mm -hmm. enough to receive both. Even how it's being perceived in the media is changing, which I'm so happy about. Me too. So happy like about you know, I always still call our first lady, first lady Michelle Obama recently yes. came forth and talked about her battle, I think it was with depression, yeah. which I thought huge. You know, Prince William has come forth talking about some, you know, Prince Harry, I'm sorry, Prince Harry okay. has come forth. Also the, um, the swim, what is it, Michael Phillips? Michael Phelps. Phelps, thank you. He's come forth and I see his commercials up all the time mm -hmm. and I'm so thankful um, that people are, they're opening up. They're sharing. Yeah, more. Devontae, we all have thank challenges. Thank you, Devontae. Like you, you just—that's okay. You just did it today. There's, you know, there's other men on this yes. that needed to hear from you, and you were real and open about it. And we so, love you, and we're glad you're here. Yes. So thank God you. Bless you all. Hey, I thank you so much. No, we appreciate <laughs> you. God bless you. Wow, I love that he was vulnerable enough to come yeah. and share. I love so we're amazing in that suite like he was in so, he just opened right up i love it so Devante, thank you for that because mm -hmm. i know the ladies have said it but over and over but it, it bears repeating just bringing yourself into the room showing your face and speaking your heart it you have no idea never underestimate the power of planting a seed yes and that Thank was really you, great. That was really good. good stuff. We obviously have a lot more to talk about on this topic. So I want those who are watching on Facebook, those who are in the room now and have been listening, we're going to do more of these. Pat, is that right? This discussion is, we're just starting. I just believe it is. Like, Whitney, I, I hope, will you come back? I would love to. More? Let's get this going so we can dig deeper. Yes. Get this village built. You go over yes. to Facebook. We have the group, the village. You're welcome to hop in there. We can continue various conversations. But I would love to come back and do this again. Let's do it. Whitney, you know, what's your takeaway today? And then we'll go to Pat. Okay. <laughs> well, let me, let me say this really quick. Um, that was something I was going to say. Oh, Lord. I'm sorry, Amy. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, this conversation, I'm sorry, is global. Yes. It is global. Today is world health day and it is world. a global mental like yeah day. yes world thank you world mental health yes. day and people are talking all over the world and this is powerful so just know everybody that's on here we are a part of a global movement yes. that is happening right now so tweet share do whatever you got to do i'm sorry amy because i will forget it i know i don't say it <laughs> so thank you amy speak your truth we learned that today but girl speak sometimes your truth, speaking too much just tell me okay you go girl go whitney <laughs> sorry so again mental world mental health day um again 
is today, October 10th, observed every year. And they typically have a theme that's associated with it, but I think, again, COVID has taken this whole thing by storm. When we think about COVID, like we said earlier, it shifted the way everything operates. You know, it's forced small business owners to close their doors. It's caused large corporations to downsize. This has caused a lot of people to become unemployed and things of that nature. So it's caused a lot of strain. Um, when you think of mental health, that's now your mental well-being. And I like to think of there's three key pieces of health that I always talk about, and that's physical, mental, and financial. If either one of those are thrown out of whack, it severely impacts the other. So in doing so, even with World Mental Health Day, you know, take a walk outside, even if it's just 30 minutes. Take a few moments to yourself, some deep breaths in. Um, that's when we're thinking about any sort of traumas that trigger us, um, any phobias that we have. Like I said, I'm severely claustrophobic. I live in the Hampton Roads area, so we know there are tunnels everywhere. That's not and, you know, driving through those, I'm triggered if it's the traffic is stopped, which we know <laughs> that can happen at any point in time. So it's just acknowledging what those things are. I want everyone listening to remember that anxiety doesn't necessarily mean it's something bad. It means that something is going on that needs to be addressed. So take a moment to address whatever it is that you are feeling so you can work through it. Don't suppress it, work through it. And that is the message that I would love for everyone to leave with today. Address whatever you're feeling and work through it. Okay, I'm gonna ask you one question because this is what I'm thinking because I deal with the anxiety. What, when you say work through it, tell us how do we work through it? Like right so, now? Yeah, so it's first of all acknowledging where it's coming from. So remember when we hopped on, that's what I was saying, well, what's going on around you that mm -hmm. it could possibly be causing this feeling? So that's why I threw out some scenarios and then you pick out the ones that, yes, this is it. So now let's discuss what's going on around those incidents that are causing you to feel this way. Mm -hmm. So for me, um, I have some self-soothing and this is a sensory thing. So just like I have my hand, I'll rub the inside of my palms. If I feel mm -hmm. like I'm getting a little anxious, I can be in meetings or anything. Mm -hmm. And that's something subtly I'll do under the table and I'm just oh. self-soothing myself. And you just do it in different directions in your palm. Um, mm -hmm. You can, you know, think of something else, try to bring you back to center, mm -hmm. um, do some counting internally and things like that. But to find out the source of the anxiety, you have to acknowledge what's going on around you. The key to all of this is acknowledging mm. what's going on around you mm -hmm. and then addressing it from there. So that's what I mean by work through it. It's bringing mm -hmm. acknowledgement to everything that's going on around you mm -hmm. and then say, okay, I have this, this, this going on. All right, let's talk about this one. Write it down. I'm big on journaling. Huge on journaling. <laughs> I have a million, I love notebooks. I love journals. Um, I have journals, um, gratitude journals and things of that nature because we know we have rough moments or bitter moments as I call them. Things can get bitter, but even in those bitter moments, find at least three things that you're grateful for every day and focus on those. And for somebody who, um, it's overwhelming. Like when you th acknowledge there's, like I can name about six of them right now that yeah. <laughs> bring me anxiety. That then becomes overwhelming. What do I do it with can. this? Okay, I have this. Yeah. Okay, all these things bring me anxiety. 
what I do with them. Like I, I and I love the tips you give in self suit, like the things yeah. you can do in the moment, but to then move forward in your life, do you then take those things to somebody, a professional you, and say- Absolutely. Seek out what professional help. If you okay. feel that it's still uh, too much for you to handle on your own, you mm -hmm. then seek out professional help. Um, okay. I recommend seeking out help for the area, you know, that you need support in, whether mm -hmm. it's trauma, uh, depression, anxiety, things of that nature, because there are different specialties for different providers and clinicians. So okay. you wanna make sure that you're getting uh, support from someone that you feel comfortable with, a connection with. It's okay to do interviews with clinicians before yeah. you decide to strip down. So that's what the Ooh, consults like are for. Yeah. That's what your consults are for. Mm -hmm. um, even with myself, if you reach out, you know, mm -hmm. ask a questions about what I do in my experience to see if I'm able to help you work through whatever challenges you have. So don't ever feel like you just have to walk up to a therapist and say, okay, this is it. Make sure you connect with them and that they're able to provide support for you before you get started. So with people going through so many financial um, difficulties right now, period, and then of course, yes. COVID is just enhanced a lot of our issues financially what like sometimes it can be expensive a lot of these psychiatrists yes. psychologists are expensive an hour what are some of the other resources that are available for people who just don't have the finances to pay for it believe it or not there are also a lot of free therapy resources available especially right now so i would mm -hmm. start with possibly your department of social services and things of that nature to see what resources they have available if you're um, dealing with a financial hardship. A lot of times therapists have sliding scales mm -hmm. um, fees based on um, household income. Mm -hmm. So that's a possibility, but you gotta ask. Okay. Gotta ask. The step is asking. And even if that person doesn't, again, that resource, that pool of resources that we talk about in the village, mm -hmm. someone they may know someone that does. Got it, that's good, thank you. Um, Amy, okay, we are at 1211. I know this is supposed to be an hour-long event. How are y'all on time? Do y'all have room and capacity for one more question? Or I have a little boy to take to his football oh, game. <laughs> you know what? Guess what? Darn. Good, good boundary. Good yes. boundary. Thank you. Because awesome. I want to. I want to hang out here till tomorrow because this is no, great. <laughs> no, but you've got to take care of your baby. I, I mean, I could born. probably teach him at 11 how to drive his, himself, but. <laughs> no, see, I'm home alone, so I'll be up here all day with y'all like, so tell me. No, I got it. You got to so go deal. get your socks on, slide around the house, do your thing, enjoy the quiet. And the yeah, peace. you have about five hours left. See, okay, I got to go too then. All right, this, so. so all right, so I want everyone who's in the room and, and just thank everybody again for watching and engaging. We're going to have more on this topic. This is a great Thanks. resource. Like you just stated, so many people need resources and the comfort and safety of their own home. And Notable Live is where you're going to find it. And right here with Stripped Down to Rise Up with Pat Smith, our special wow. guest, Whitney King. Let's take a selfie. Let's there walk people make through sure. how to do this. Okay, so if you're in the room with us here, sure. gonna, there's a blue button. <laughs> Um, and it's it's your camera button, right? Is it blue? It's green. It looks green to me, but I don't know. It's a button there. And you can tap it and take these selfies. You can save them. Um, and then you can share and let people know that you were here. Are you putting lip gloss on? <laughs> You're like, no one's taking a selfie of me until I gloss myself. Okay. Um, All right. Tag us. Look it over. You can see Pat's 
you can see Whitney's myself. You're going to see the um, hashtag, which is letting everyone know that you're engaging today in World Mental Health Day. Um, and make sure you're following Notable Live on Instagram and Facebook and all the things if you're not already. Okay, you ready for selfies? Okay. <laughs> we got some selfies. We did it. <laughs> all right. Well, I am so honored that I got to moderate with you guys today. I'm Amy oh, Vanderoff, Whitney you. King, mental health expert, coming in today from her staycation <laughs> to join us and to to, uh, to to chime in on this very important topic of court. Pat Smith, thank you for creating a platform where people could share right. and be in the room with you. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Professor Whitney and the Village podcast. I hope that something I said is able to help you move forward in the week. If you have any questions, feel free to find me on Instagram at official underscore Leaf Village or on Facebook at Leaf Behavior Support. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you next time. McKinley and Jojo, mommy loves you. <laughs>